0: Surprised.
1: Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. Paranormal Hotline is a weekly look into the strange and spooky. Imagine a film that you're exclusively listening to. No picture, only sound. My name is Oshin and I'm joined, as per normal, by my co-ghost Kaylee.
0: As per paranormal.
1: Ooh. As per paranormal, yes. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty good. Uh, has
1: anything spooky happened to you? <laughs> You've been well?
0: No, I don't think anything spooky has happened to me. Um, I started watching the new series from Stephen King. Not Stephen King. Oh, my God. Steven Spielberg on Netflix, The uh-huh. Encounters. Uh-huh. Ooh, it's some spooky right. stuff. Uh, I was talking to my mom about it. Mm. And she's not really an alien or paranormal kind of person normally. Well, like she'll watch a few ghost things, but not, not really alien stuff. But she told me that she has this reoccurring dream from when she was a child that she's looking at the night sky... And then it's like in a triangle formation, the stars just move like like oh. a mother ship was sitting there with like star print on it and then moves away. And I was like, mom, what the fuck? That's like a really <laughs> common thing for people to see in the night sky. And she was like, no, people see like spying saucers. I was like, no, the triangle ship is like really common to see. <laughs> she just wouldn't believe me. <laughs> So I think my mom's got like some sort of paranormal sense (laughs) that she's only (laughs) discovering now. Terrifying. The truth comes out. Very good series though. They actually covered the aerial um, school UFO sighting, and it's it's really really cool. You should watch it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna have to now. I mean, it's that time of year, isn't it? As well, like it's getting darker earlier and earlier. It's like
0: it's so dark. It's even dark now. We're we're recording this.
1: Yeah it's perfect stargazing and by that i mean looking for strange lights i'm actually recording in the house where i saw the ufo last time
0: Ooh, so you get abducted in the middle of recording <laughs> i
1: mean i might
0: do you ever worry that like when we record an alien episode that they'll like come and visit you at night
1: who the the, the fbi
0: the ufos or the fbi or the men in black
1: the men in black that's who i'm really afraid of
0: <laughs> i always get scared that the aliens are gonna, are gonna come for me when i record an alien episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's because you're calling them out.
0: I know, right? <laughs> Basically. How are you, watching Anything this week? Anything paranormal?
1: Nothing paranormal this week. Happy to say. I genuinely mean that. I say it with, like, disappointment, but at the same time, a breath of relief.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, Friday the 13th is coming up, and that's in October, so maybe something spooky yes. will happen on that day.
1: It's, it's the ultimate, I was going to say trifecta, but it's actually only two things really lining
0: up, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> We're going to have a Michael Myers versus freddie not freddie <laughs> jason oh <laughs> my god there's too many of them why do they all have such normal names do
1: <laughs> with the getting like darker and colder and also it just be in october it's kind of like spooky month spooky movie season
0: yeah definitely
1: so like historically i haven't been a follower of horror movies and you know you might try to say that i led a sheltered childhood or whatever <laughs> but I don't think many kids got the chance to run through fields and dark laneways Fully convinced that Willie the Woods was in hot pursuit
0: Willie the, w- <laughs> Willy the, Willy the Woods doesn't sound scary at all Oh no, <laughs>
1: it's terrifying It's terrifying I think it's like Oshie family lore Or just something my dad made up at the time But like, I don't even have like a mental image of Of whatever this was
0: You never, like um, he was never described to you
1: No, it was just like who's willy the woods oh he's Willie the woods like you know he's this in the woods and he'd come for you
0: i'm not scared of anybody called willy sorry <laughs> oh,
1: i don't know i don't even have a like i don't have a mental image just this intense feeling of like pursuit and dread
0: it's like um i don't know if this is just an irish thing but you know when you're a kid and your parents say the man is gonna get you the and man. you don't know who the man is or what the man is going to do when he gets you but if you're misbehaving it's like the man will come for you oh yeah, yeah. did you ever get He'll that take
1: you away no, In no, a shop not that. Or anything? The the bold boys' home.
0: The bold boys' home. What is that?
1: <laughs> I'll ring up the bold boys' home now, and it wasn't even like a threat of them coming. Just that the bold boys' home would get wrong.
0: The idea that there is a, bo- a bold boys' yeah, yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. Sounds yeah. great. I want to go to the bold boys' home. No, wait, that's it was weird.
1: incredibly rarely re- mentioned, and it was very much like an older generation thing.
0: That is wild. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that one before. I've heard Dara O'Breen talk about the, the man before because he was the in a man, shop and the, yeah. and the woman pointed at him and said he was the man. <laughs> 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 this child's terrified of him What at do him. you do
1: with that? Like that's, that's yeah, right? a stranger.
0: Yeah, that's just, that's a weird one. Sorry, you just tri- triggered the man in my head. The man. The man always to me was like a shadow man. Like it was just nondescript sh- man that was going to come and take me with like no face.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think Willie the Woods might've been a bit similar just like forest vibes as well because yeah, he's
0: got a, he's got a whole title. And it rhymes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it was definitely like a cryptid my dad invented, I think. But Willy then the again, he might like just have been telling me about find it.
0: find you and turn you into a scarecrow.
1: He, yeah, it was, that was the kind of vibe. And it's like, it's getting dark. Time to head home because Willie the Woods will be out.
0: <laughs> you need to like draw an image of what Willie the Woods is. I,
1: I can't because I can't picture him. I can just only picture the feeling.
0: You've no image in your head. Nothing conjures no. an image no. when you say Willie the Woods. it's just... And your siblings no, have an image of him? I don't your know. Dad, I have to talk even? to them about it. Yeah, you got to ask questions, man.
1: I cuz I never saw him. I was just running.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never no, would not look
1: back for fear of seeing him.
0: You just hear the branches snapping behind. Yeah, you. yeah, it was like
1: to see him was going to be too spooky like. But you don't That's know what he looks it like.
0: Could be the most friendly person ever.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It could
0: be like Santa Claus or something.
1: It could could be. I always was a bit fearful anyway. But um since I've developed an enjoyment of watching spooky movies, and I'm working my way through the classic genres. I've done research on a lot of them, probably due to my like initial dislike or like being freaked out by them, or the fact I didn't know too much about them. I love practical effects.
0: Yeah, practical effects are the best. Uh, any movie yeah. that uses practical effects, it's not.
1: Yeah, actually, when we were all isolating for COVID, my sister and I rewatched The Thing because it like that's the, t- the whole vibe of it is like the whole isolation and like kind of sickness vibe
0: yeah that's a bit weird (laughs) that's like torturing yourself
1: (laughs) i I mean it was good it 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 fitted the uh the gestalt yeah did you know that the scientists at like the south pole research station when the last flight leaves so they're going to be there for months they do a marathon of all the thing movies
0: what oh my god that's weird
1: the last plane leaves and so like they're stuck essentially um, yeah. Have to wait for the to come back or radio for help or something. But when they essentially do their lockdown, they watch like the 1951 one, then the one from 1982, <laughs> which is the one that we were watching, and then they watch like the, the 2011 prequel as well. <laughs> do you think it's like <laughs> that's wild? They're training. Do you think it's part like secret training?
0: Maybe. I think they're just psyching <laughs> themselves up. To be honest, <laughs> that's that's weird. That is really weird.
1: It, it is. It is odd.
0: It's like I remember when I was younger, I was um, like going away for the first time by myself. Um, mm. We were going to an amusement park, me and my friends. I think it was like maybe 13, 14. And we were getting the ferry over to Wales. And my sister decided to put on Final Destination and show me going for all the <laughs> rides crash because she thought that would be yeah. funny like the day before. <laughs> it's that kind of sickness, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. So anyway, spooky movies. A lot are based on real life events or like real life reported cases. We've covered a lot of them on this podcast. So this is a bit of a movie roundup. In specific it's a movie roundup of movies that are based on paranormal cases that have happened or have been reported there's a lot of films in the horror genre like kind of more the slasher type that are based on more true crime so i'm not really going to get into those Mention some of these movies before in passing as part of deeper dives into cases and then maybe some other one of these will be worth like a future deep dive so uh you know listeners perhaps you'll be searching for a film to watch and maybe something from this quick fire list will sate your film desires and always remember that the fact that it's based on a true story makes them all the scarier. Obviously recently I watched all the Conjuring films not going to get too much into them because we chat about them very recently.
0: We talk about a lot of movies.
1: We do. It's a good starting off point for a lot of these things. They go oh yes based on a true story for more or less all of them and it's like how true can they be no way can one person be as effective as Ed Warren.
0: How many times are you going to mention Ed Warren man? You're obsessed.
1: <laughs> I, I'm giving him up like that's my New Year Resolution when it comes around.
0: You're giving up Ed (laughs) Warren. yeah yeah I'm giving up the posters
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so anyway yeah Conjuring 1 is the Perrin family kind of their house Conjuring 2 that's the Enfield holding in England
0: hmm we covered the Enfield haunting we
1: have and then the third one is a law case that kind of got known as the devil made me do it where someone was essentially pleading possession as their reasoning for doing violent crime they go for like a based on true events type thing that's their setup Uh, it's interesting the first one they did a lot of effort to match the film where they could to the reported events of the Perrin family's case and same for the second one though I've felt that more liberties were taken but they do like remake the pictures that were taken in the house of like levitations and stuff yeah I love that that was great Um, and then the third one from what I've read on the cases it kind of takes the most liberty there's very much like a whole B plot with there was someone like casting the demonic possession at them
0: yeah Uh, there was kind of that, that
1: story has nothing to do with the actual case yeah that's not a criticism, by the way. Like, they're films.
0: It's still a good movie, and I re- I actually really enjoyed the third one.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I'm definitely not trying to say that your spooky film has to be true, <laughs> you know, because um, that would be horrific. <laughs> if if you think about that for more than a second, that would be horrific. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed them. Like I was saying, we mentioned the Conjuring films the last while because I'd been speed running what to get up to the Nun two see it in the cinema. But have you heard Kaylee of a film? which is also claimed on True Events, The Haunting in Connecticut.
0: I have. I remember seeing this movie in the cinema and okay. it scared the crap out of me. It was terrifying. There's one particular scene where mm-hmm. everything is supposed to be... Have you seen the movie?
1: No, no. I, no, no, I just know and I'm just quickly mentioning it because it's more Ed and Lorraine stuff and I need to take yeah. a break. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, like They very... inve- They they investigated it.
0: Yeah, it's uh there's a, a scene in it where the kid like everything's supposed to be done. There was like an exorcism or something, and the kid is lying in his bed and he just looks at the window and there's a face looking back in at him, and that just gave mm-hmm. me chills when I was younger. I was naughty oh. before it. It was pretty spooky.
1: So yeah, um, I don't have much to say about it here because the Warrens don't really show up in the film. That's I'm, I'm not specifically talking yeah. about them either, but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, just Warren Watch. They actually don't no, show I mean to though. say, what I mean to say, <laughs> the way I've written out this sentence is garbage. It's like the dr- it's a dramatic horror based on the claims that the Warrens made about what was going on in the house and like tormenting the Snedeker family. It yeah. wasn't like them doing their investigation. Is what I meant to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so funny because that movie came out before the Conjuring and the whole, mm-hmm. you know, before Ed and Lorraine Warren were like superstars, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't bother putting them in the movie.
1: <laughs> so moving on, I was that was Warren Watch. Hopefully the last of those for a while cuz my head is wrecked. Have you seen The Blob, Kaylee? The
0: Blob? I don't the think blob. so. It's I've a seen... classic
1: creature feature. Basic.
0: I got to look up The Blob. No, I've never seen The Blob.
1: It's like 1958. Uh, and then there was it was remade. It was remade in the 1980s as well. So like creature feature classic it came from the stars like a meteor falls down and then like there's like an ooze it's the blob and it kind of starts growing and like consuming
0: i love how often that was a a plot device in those old movies something falls from space and it just starts attacking everyone Mm
1: -hmm. i watched the original once way back when i was like channel hopping i think it was on like sci-fi channel and i was supposed to be doing study for like the junior sir or something
0: (laughs) you're watching the blob
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It stood to you me. You don't even you know? like
0: horror movies. <laughs>
1: it's it's more, I would think it's more of a sci-fi. Yeah, that's fair. The real life true story for this. It's only like a speculative connection because Jack H. Harris, the producer of the film, never confirmed that uh, a particular incident, which I'll tell you about, inspired the film. There's like one claim online that his friend Irving H. Milgate recommended the incident as inspiration. Ooh. There is this incident and I have a newspaper cutting from the freelance star uh, on the 27th of september 1950 and the headline is saucers dissolve policemen find (laughs) what (laughs) Mm. four philadelphia policemen think they know what happens to flying saucers they dissolve patrolman john collins and joseph keenan reported last night that they saw a mysterious object about six feet in diameter floating to earth in an open field they summoned sergeant joseph cook and patrolman james casper then they approached the object and turned on their flashlights Collins tried to pick the thing up. The part touched by his hand dissolved, he said, leaving a sticky, odourless residue. Within half an hour, the entire object had evaporated. It was so light, the policeman reported, it had not even bent the weeds on which it had rested. Cook notified the Federal Bureau of Investigation, but unfortunately, there was nothing to show the FBI agents except a spot on the ground.
0: What? So the ship just dissolved?
1: Yeah, yeah, and like it was... Leaving this residue, so like that's I think we've talked about before with UFOs is the star jelly or star rot. Yeah, if a lot of the time in like an alleged like landing spot or crash site, they find this jelly-like substance that just disappears,
0: like ectoplasm.
1: Kind of, yeah, but not from ghosts. (laughs) Maybe from ghosts. Maybe it was a ghost ghost saucer. I don't know.
0: Maybe that's gross. That's actually really nasty i've yeah. heard of people finding like blobs of the other things around the mm-hmm. place uh sometimes it turns out to be like frozen debris from airplanes i'll just say debris okay. debris uh, <laughs> and other right. such things makes sense i just there's something about finding a goo that i just don't want to know anything about it
1: <laughs> you know i didn't think airplanes like vent
0: i didn't think so either but apparently they do sometimes
1: oh hmm
0: yeah right
1: I saw in another article, kind of a second-hand account it was going, it was also reported that the light-emitting blobs are observed by Sergeant Joseph Cook and Patrolman James Cooper was seen oozing its way up a telephone pole.
0: Oh, no! Oh! (laughs) I hate that
1: Yeah So if you watch the blob uh, This thing just goes around Grows Gets redder and redder It oozes everywhere That's how it moves Actually have you ever heard of um, A fatberg A fatberg A fatberg
0: No I've never heard of a fatberg Oh so this is like Very unpleasant
1: So I'll talk about it Very quickly Essentially In the sewers of large cities
0: (laughs) Oh I have heard of this
1: (laughs) All the fat gathers up Are like fatty products and such Uh. um, And they form massive bergs that kind of congeal and float along all at once
0: lovely yeah that's lovely
1: <laughs> yeah so that's a similar image in my head um yeah i wish they would just dissolve but they don't so do you remember the theater royal in town was doing special showings a few years back they had like a cult cinema classics type thing going on
0: yeah i remember seeing the rocky horror
1: yeah they ran rocky horror on halloween they did a showing of nightmare on elm street oh right and at the, at the time i hadn't seen it And it was like a general Halloween dress-up night, too, as well. So I went along with some friends. The last thing I was thinking of while I watched it was, ah, yes, based on real-life events. (laughs) It turns out, Kaylee, that's where I was wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually knew this one.
1: So, Wes Craven, who wrote and directed The First Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, was chatting, uh, and this is reported by Vulture Magazine in 2014. He said, I'd read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the US. Things were fine, and then suddenly, the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him, so he tried to stay awake for days at a time. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought... This crisis was over then they heard screams in the middle of the night by the time they got to him he was dead he died in the middle of a nightmare here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that everyone older was denying this became the central line of nightmare on elm street so uh, the article is referring to so in the late 70s and early 80s there was a bunch of articles and essentially it was reporting a wave of increased sleep deaths of aged men at the time and that was later categorized as sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome or sons which is terrifying um as a concept that is wild yeah like they would be otherwise completely healthy are seen to be completely healthy
0: yeah i always thought like freddie was kind of the scariest of all the the slasher killers because like you can run away from jason you can run away from yeah. michael like you can't run away from freddie you just can't fall asleep which is impossible
1: that's uh, yeah that's something that's in that first like i mean it's in all the movies but the first one especially is just like this sense once they figure out like he's coming for him in their sleep the sense of dread yeah. that these kids have yeah yeah it, it's good and, but also it's like the first when when you like freddy turns into like you know a funny character in the later ones he's <laughs> he really like boys cracking dropping puns everywhere but in that first one he's just sinister
0: he's really disgusting in the first one i thought like he's yeah a really horrible character he's not funny yeah. at all
1: no He's just like unrelenting and really mean. I mean, obviously, he's mean. He's killing people, but I mean, like, his methods.
0: Yeah. He's like more perverted as well than any of the other killers, you know?
1: Yeah. It's not just like emotionless, like a couple of them are.
0: Yeah. He's enjoying it more as well. He's enjoying it. Yeah. That's part of
1: it. If you're enjoying the podcast, thinking about helping us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you're enjoying this podcast as much as Freddy Krueger enjoys tormenting kids.
1: Yeah. if, If you do that, check out our Patreon. We're an independent podcast, so we don't get funding from anywhere else. Ads don't help too much, so the small amount from each Patreon really does help us keep up with the cost of running this podcast and manage our equipment. If you're not in a position to support us in that way, you can help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it and by letting people know about it. So whatever way you support us, thank you. And if you enjoy listening, thank you also. On my list for Halloween this year is Child's Play franchise.
0: Yes!
1: Watching all the Conjuring films that keep on showing you the Annabelle doll and then there's like the animal spin-off movies which i haven't seen but again they're based on a real doll but something like i suppose it's as like kind of wacky and out there as child's play and perhaps that's because i only knew of like the buzz of it more so as like the chucky movies as opposed to the child's play movie yeah um i didn't expect that it would be based on a real life case
0: i don't know which case it is but i have a funny feeling it's robert
1: it's robert (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> i love robert, robert the doll we covered him like a long yeah. time ago in the podcast and oh he's so funny there I, I don't know if you listened to that episode but uh there was a story from like school kids who used to pass the house that robert lived in and he would like mock them going to school <laughs> in the window
1: <laughs> i knew he would he would stare out the window uh at, at, yeah at people i didn't i didn't read the one about him mocking him
0: he would also like there when some of the kids saw him running up the steps into the house <laughs> which is just wild <laughs> i love robert, robert the doll i actually met a guy who um had taken a picture of robert the doll when we oh. were in loftus hall which was supposed to be haunted by like the devil and <laughs> we were in this room and he had the picture of robert the doll and he was like taunting the demon with this picture of robert it was it was wild because he had been there and taken a picture, and when you take a picture <laughs> of Robert, you're not supposed you're supposed to ask permission or something. There's yeah, some you rule. have to be very
1: polite to Robert the doll, otherwise yeah. misfortunes.
0: I love Robert the doll. <laughs> <laughs> so glad so, Chucky's based on him.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, well, speculative, but again, it's caused like there's a quote-unquote voodoo d- curse. Oh yeah. On yeah. the doll, and like Chucky's powered by by voodoo.
0: That's wild.
1: <laughs> Obviously, film voodoo.
0: Yeah. Not actual voodoo.
1: Very quickly, a family maid in Key West, Florida, presented Robert Eugene Otto with a peculiar gift, a doll that became known as Robert the Doll. It was rumored that the maid, who had a background in black magic and voodoo, and those are two completely different things, placed a curse on it before giving it to Robert because she was upset with the whole situation she was in. Robert, who went by the name of Jean, was like, this is the best thing ever. Instant connection. Named it after (laughs) himself doll is called robert now so he bring weird it everywhere in the house with him and like down to dinner his parents were like oh cute but then <laughs> there was like they started hearing a voice and laughing laughter from his bedroom and some nights they'd hear like footsteps like going from room to room and then they heard the kid screaming one night and they rushed to his room all his belongings and the furniture was like scattered everywhere and then like whenever that would happen human robert gene he'd blame the doll he'd go Robert did it
0: <laughs> what kid wouldn't like <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so like yeah Ro- Robert the doll is like there in his like a little sailor outfit I love him <laughs> he's great but yeah everyone became real frightened all the uh the rest of the housekeeping staff and servants like they just left because they were frightened to stay and then like they couldn't really get replacements because everyone was too terrified to set foot in the house The doll was eventually moved to its own room, and you can like you can visit it now. If you're not polite, (laughs) you get like bad luck. And people write to the doll. Yeah. (laughs) George W. George W. Bush wrote to him and wished him a happy 101st birthday.
0: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's wild.
1: (laughs) That all maybe inspired Chucky that's really
0: cool i love i love robert the doll he's such a like mischievous little doll compared to like annabelle who's like actually (laughs) evil yeah i don't think robert actually did anything bad really not Not that i can remember
1: unless like he did like misfortune through being rude to him or something and that led to something bad
0: yeah nah (laughs) was there not like footage of him moving in his case or something there was something like that i think
1: maybe maybe i think so perhaps
0: i don't know i I give i give robert the doll more credit than i give annabelle
1: (laughs) so in 1961 just two years before the release of one of the most unsettling films in cinematic history to its date large numbers of confused seabirds inexplicably crashed into the sides of houses in the monterey bay area this eerie phenomenon left the community perplexed and there appeared to be no rational explanation for the bizarre event it is rumored that Alfred Hitchcock drew inspiration from these real-life incidents to create his iconic movie, *The Birds*. The
0: birds, the birds, yeah, I love that movie. Great movie. Yeah. I had no idea it was based on a real thing.
1: Well, yeah, uh, it was figured out in like 2011. I mean, the birds were crashing in, and I was like, okay, maybe he based it on that. But then the actual cause for that, oh, was figured out. Like, what what went wrong with the birds?
0: <laughs> oh, what caused them to go crazy? Cocaine in the raisins <laughs> you were fed.
1: No, but it's linked to, paraphrasing an ABC News report, two decades after the case of the birds in 1987, four people died and 100 people were hospitalized on Canada's Prince Edward Island after eating mussels. What? In 1991, there were several animal stranding events in Southern California. All these events were connected and linked to the birds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, is the fish they were eating? Oh my God
1: yes essentially there was this algae whatever they were eating this algae was there and it was creating this toxin that would cause amnesia disorientation and seizures
0: oh my god the poor birds
1: yeah so like that was in the muscles that like got got the people yeah and in all the animals like washing up and and these birds that just like went crazy
0: oh my god this is like cocaine bear but birds
1: <laughs> yeah uh, and also occurring in nature naturally
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's wild. Man, I'd never heard that before.
1: Yeah, so it's like a, it was a harmful algae bloom.
0: And all the birds. Do you ever hear about like fish that like somewhere inland in America or, mm. you know, inland that it will suddenly start raining fish?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, it's like tornadoes or such, is it?
0: Yeah, it's apparently it's something to do with tornadoes, like actually sucking the fish up into the <laughs> sky. But like they go way inland and then fall back down. It's just so wild.
1: Yeah, they, they reckon it happens with frogs as well. Yeah, yeah. Biblical plague of frogs or rain there of fro- was. no, maybe I'm getting, there was a rain of blood. Uh, was there frogs? Maybe I
0: don't know. There was also a rain of like gelatinous blobs as well. And when they tested oh. it, I can't remember. I can't remember the exact details. I watched a video on it years ago. But when they tested it, it was white blood cells, like human blood.
1: Oh, what? yeah,
0: yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I
1: would take birds over that any day. Any day. <laughs> so, um, Kaylee, do you have any like? horror film recommendations either for me or our listeners like while it's spooky Halloween time
0: do they have to be based on real events
1: no 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 not at all
0: Hmm.
1: I was trying to think what was that that, like maybe this isn't a recommendation but what was that wild one we watched you know with like the zombie demon cinema ordeal
0: oh I can't remember what that was called that was (laughs) on that weird app
1: demons or something
0: yeah I think it was just (laughs) called demons wasn't it it was Uh, bonkers (laughs) that was wild I I got the blu-ray recently of killer clowns from outer space and oh, that's probably excellent. my top recommendation. If anybody hasn't seen it, it's so good. I really like that that movie.
1: Yeah, I need to see that one. I haven't seen that.
0: It's really really good. I can I can lend it to you. Um, yeah, no, oh, thank it's you. It's one of my favorite like I don't know B C horror movie. It's it's so stupid and wild and it has the best intro music ever the theme
1: song is is unparalleled i would think
0: yeah um i would also if you're in if you're looking for like a scary like actually something scary to watch i would recommend the haunting of hill house or mm-hmm. um bly manor they're both very good series and they okay series, yeah, me yeah. out yeah killer clowns though that's my movie recommendation
1: <laughs> killer clowns killer clowns I think I'd have to recommend like Evil Dead 2 It's kind of one of the first horror movies that I watched. Yeah, no, no. Specifically too. I don't think I can recommend the first one in good conscience despite it being more or less great. Um, there's one scene and it's like I can't tell anyone to watch it um, but if you <laughs> like fair. Evil Dead I mean go watch it um, Evil
0: Dead but, Rise is very good as well that's the new it one it
1: was I really enjoyed that
0: I think that's on Netflix now as well
1: I think it's after just coming in yeah the, the se- second film has a budget and essentially starts with this Like they redo the whole first film at the very well at the first half of it so recommend that
0: is there is there any horror movies that are based on true events that really scared you when you were younger or ever watched
1: <laughs> there's one film and it's there's a UFO in it. And there's a scene is in it, it the where the fourth like, kind. Is that the one with the kid at the door? The kid opens the door remember. and there's, there's a huge the bright the... light and the mother comes and pulls him away from the door.
0: No, no, it's not that one. This is the one with Mila Yokovic or Jokovic Maybe.
1: I don't that's remember what right. it is, but but I never even saw it. I just saw it, like it was in the, you know, coming soon on DVD. Or not DVD, video. Oh, right. It was or like, you know, yeah. the something other classics collection. And it's just like clips out of all these films. I remember that one just sticking in my head.
0: I got this movie with, uh, I was just saying there, the the fourth kind. I got Mm. it in Extra Vision, which is like the Irish blockbuster back in the day. My dad let me get it because I had Mila Jokovic and I was obsessed with her from Resident Evil. Mm. And it's all portrayed as real events. Like there's actually some like, there's some shots from like police cars and stuff of this big UFO and when I was like watching this, this is 2009, whatever age I was then. I believed this was true <laughs> like because they said in the thing that it was all actual footage. And I believed that for like years and I, I was fully convinced this was a proper UFO story. It's completely fictional. Like there's not a single thing in it that's based on true events. <laughs> None of the footage <laughs> is real footage. But they have like in the movie, they have reenactments on one side of the screen and actual footage on the other side of the what? screen. What? Oh man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: that's a cruel joke
0: it was it was really cruel um that got me so now i don't trust uh anything that says it's <laughs> based on a true story anymore because i think like even the the witch or the vitch is like kind of based on a true event as well isn't it yeah
1: well it's based on old books and like, yeah
0: it's based on a lot of older stories but um yeah i don't trust i don't trust any movie anymore <laughs> i have to do my own research separately <laughs>
1: If you had um budget and backing and the means to make a, a horror movie, what, what would you go for?
0: Oh one hundred percent. Like I've actually thought of doing this before is to to make horror like horror shorts based off the collection of Irish stories. The, Holy uh, shit,
1: Kaylee, that's what I had written down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. We gotta do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do like something like the fairy folklore, but in the style of yeah. the Vivitch
0: yeah that's exactly what i was picturing because <laughs> it would work so well because you could use like so much of the instruments from irish you know yeah yeah it, it would was work like very well i think
1: a, a period accurate gritty three men walk home from the dance
0: would you do it like in irish or would you do it in english with sub, or in irish with subtitles or in english i think it'd be sick to get like actual irish it
1: would yeah that'd be in. class that'd be class
0: so now we got to make that a thing <laughs>
1: I was going to say, is there going to be something like that, or like Willie the Woods found footage documentary?
0: Oh my god! Imagine you—you you have to pick what Willie the Woods looks like, or do you? You could go like Old Blair Witch on it and never show <laughs> Willie the Woods.
1: That people just get angry then.
0: <laughs> I think what you should do is like at the end, like Willie the Woods is actually your dad. Yeah,
1: my dad in a mocap. That, that suit. was
0: the twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, ju- it's Woods just the whole him. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so dumb yeah.
1: that would be so silly <laughs> uh, this isn't like a while well, i'm doing recommendations it's not a movie or anything but um every year the subreddit or slash vintage obscura put like they collect old music from records and tapes and every year they put out a series of playlist videos on youtube that have like a spooky theme for halloween and they're like all really weird and spooky and like like all hidden gems like almost forgotten at the time it's very good um yeah yeah he- you started like sending
0: that. it to me and I, I listen to it every year now uh, and sometimes I just listen to it because yeah. I feel oh, like no, it. Oh no, that's what I do, yeah. <laughs> every day
1: in general, especially at Christmas. Or yeah, not, yeah. Especially at Christmas and also Halloween.
0: It's re- replaced my lo-fi hip-hop beats for studying. Oh
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. The fellow who puts them together is called uh, Captain Carbon. So like, thank you from me, especially. <laughs> that's all we have time for this week. If you like the podcast, suggest us to your friends and family we'd appreciate that. If you have any personal ghost stories that you'd like us to read on the podcast, send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any stories that you'd like us to cover, send us an email about them or shoot us a message on any of our social media and we'll get back to you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.